My name is Patrick McGilvray, and I'm an experienced marathoner, ultra runner, sports nutritionist, master life coach, and weight loss coach for runners. I've dedicated my life to helping runners just like you properly fuel your body and your mind so you can get leaner, get stronger, run faster, and run longer than you ever thought possible. This is Running Lean. Hey there, and welcome to episode 157 of Running Lean. My name is Patrick McGilvray, the weight loss coach for runners, and today, lessons learned this year and what's next. So it's the end of the year and time to kind of look back at everything that's happened this past year, the good and the bad. 2022 has been a challenging year for a lot of people. I'm no exception. I've had my share of setbacks and difficulties this year, but I've managed to get through them all. I've also had some pretty amazing accomplishments this year. And it's this time of the year when I like to reflect on that stuff as well. So in this episode of the podcast, I share my biggest lessons learned this year and what's next for me. And it is the end of the year. And I want you to do something. I want you to start thinking about what you want for yourself in 2023. This is the good time of the year to kind of um, set intentions for yourself and decide who you want to become next year. How do you want to feel about yourself? What do you want to have accomplished by this time next year. Think about that. And if you're ready to take action now to start making these things happen for you, then I'm here to help. Consider coaching with me and I'll help you to become the healthiest and most badass version of yourself in 2023. Cool? To learn more, just go to runningleancoaching.com slash apply, fill out a quick application. You and I will jump on a call and we'll see if coaching is a good fit for you. If it is, awesome. Let's get you started in becoming that most badass version of yourself. All right, so this time of the year, I like to kind of look back over what I've learned over the year. I like to look at some of the things that maybe I've accomplished or some of the failures, setbacks, disappointments that I've experienced. I like to look at all of it. I'm not just concerned about, you know, the things that I did well, the successes. That would be easy to focus on that stuff. Instead, I like to look at some of the things that maybe didn't go so well. And I like to look at the lessons that I've learned from some of those things. I've had a kind of a challenging year. I've had uh, some surgeries and had to recover from, from those and had to um, kind of put my training on the back burner for a while. Then I experienced an injury. And, and so I've had to deal with a few challenging things this year. And to be honest with you, this entire year, my training has been less than ideal. But I'm sitting here as we close out the year, and I'm, I'm really grateful that everything that has happened this year has happened the way it has, because it's given me a chance to learn a lot about myself and to see what really is important to me. All right, so I'm going to talk about all of that. Uh, in this episode, and I'm going to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned um, this whole year. And understand that I have talked about a lot of this stuff on the podcast. So for everything that I'm talking about today, you can kind of scroll back through these uh, episodes from this past year, from 2022, and you'll kind of find most of what I'm talking about here buried in a lot of those episodes, okay? So go back and, and listen to some of the previous episodes and you can 
um, kind of get a feel for when when I talked about these things and maybe take a little bit of a deeper dive into a lot of these topics, okay? So some of this might be, you know, kind of uh, uh, not new information, but I'm, I'm, I'm reiterating some things that I've talked about earlier this year. But these are lessons that I've learned this year that have been really valuable for me and have really helped me to see things a little bit different way, okay? So uh, with, with that in mind and, and with that uh, kind of feeling in mind, I just want to go ahead and, and dive in here. So the first lesson that I learned this year that has um, really resonated with me is that you are tougher than you think. You are tougher than you think, and I am tougher than I think. So I've, like I said, I had to come back from two big surgeries and, and an injury. So this time last year, I had my rotator cuff surgery in, in December of 2021, and that was a, a long, slow recovery. I also had a hernia surgery in January of 2022. So within about a month, I had two pretty major surgeries that I had to recover from. And it was kind of good that I had them back to back because, you know, just it, I was already laid up. So might as well just get it all over with. And, um, and that was a very interesting time for me because there wasn't a whole lot that I could do from a physical standpoint. So I really had to work on my, my mental game and my nutrition game. So I couldn't do a whole lot of exercise, um, but I did what I could. You know, I, I showed up at the gym. I, I did sort of my physical therapy type of exercises. I worked on the things that I could do. You know, I couldn't lift a lot of heavy weights. I couldn't use my right arm. Um, wasn't allowed to lift anything over 10 pounds for a while there. You know, that whole uh, post-surgery uh, deal. So I I was really out of my element. You know, I, I was not doing the things that brought me joy. I wasn't doing the things that got my adrenaline going, got, got me feeling good. And, and I had to learn that uh, even though I was going through a tough time, that I was tougher. That uh, no matter what, you know, I could... Uh, I could handle anything no matter what you was thrown my way. So once I did finally get my training back up and um, uh, was was training for a half marathon in the fall, I, I had an injury where I you know fell when I was running and busted up my knee. And this was in August and then had to take about three months off of running because my knee was just not cooperating. You know, I did something to it and um, cause a little bit of a traumatic damage there. Uh, but it's better and I'm back to running and the knee is not bothering me anymore. And so one of the things that that uh, I was worried about was like, you know, maybe I'll never be able to run again, you know, but the knee did slowly uh, start to get better. But that was pretty frustrating because I had just, you know, I'd recovered from the, the surgeries and I had come back and I was feeling good and my training was on point, and I had this half marathon that I was training for. Granted, I'm, I'm used to running marathons and ultra marathons, and you know, training for a half didn't seem like much, but it was what I could do at the time, and I felt like I was, I was, I was you know, kind of making my way back and making a comeback, and then I had that uh, knee injury, which set me back again, and here's the thing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens if you get set back, if you experience an injury, if you experience 
a, a disappointing event, if you have a, a failure, it doesn't matter that you are tougher than you think. You can get through all of that stuff. So I had to really adapt this mindset that I'm, I'm tough and that I can get through this, that I'm capable of way more than where I am today. And that, you know, no matter what things are knocking me down, I'm going to get back up again, knock me down six times. I'm going to get up seven, you know, that I do hard things, whatever this setback is, does not matter. I will persevere. I will continue going. I will continue pushing forward. And where I am today, I'm feeling good because, you know, I've definitely recovered from the surgeries. You know, that was, you know, uh, maybe five, six months or something where I felt like I was back to normal again. Um, but I'm definitely back to running again now after the knee injury. And, and I'm feeling really, really good. And I'm so glad that I stuck with it and that I persevered and that I didn't push it and I didn't get down about it. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, woe is me. I'm never going to run again. I mean, I could have really gone there, but I didn't. Okay. So I kept my mind in the game, realized I'm tougher than I think that I, I can get through anything. And I did. So that, that's a big lesson for me that I'm tough and I can get through anything. And I want you to take this lesson to heart too, is that you are tougher than you think. The next uh, lesson I learned this year is that discipline equals freedom. That discipline is not a bad thing. And I think that a lot of people think that when you're disciplined, it means that you're, um, that it means you have less freedom. That discipline is the absence of freedom. You know, they think of discipline as being, you know, chained to a desk or, you know, chained to a schedule or something like that. And in reality, being disciplined is how you achieve true freedom. You know, if you want to be free from your sugar addiction, then you got to be disciplined about not eating sugar. You know, if you want to be, uh, if you want to have financial freedom, you got to be disciplined about how you save money. If you want to have uh, time freedom, then you got to be disciplined about how you schedule your time and how you use your time. If you want to run freer and faster and you want running to be easier, be disciplined about how you train. The more running you do, the better it gets, the easier it becomes. You know, if you want to be free of the whole diet culture, the whole feeling of deprivation, always trying to lose those last 20 pounds, you want to be free from all that nonsense, then be disciplined about changing habits around food. Be disciplined about changing your relationship with food. Discipline is not a bad thing. And I think people give it a bad rap like, oh, you know, uh, you know, discipline is something that is like bestowed upon you from above. And it's some negative thing. And it's really not. It's a it's just how you live your life. Right. And so discipline to me is not a bad thing. Discipline to me is is how I achieve freedom. Okay, so discipline equals freedom. Another key lesson that I learned this year, and this is something I've been kind of playing around with this last couple of years, but really solidified it this year, is that ancestral eating is the key to health and happiness. So when I talk about ancestral eating, I want you to understand that I'm talking about how humans have evolved over the last uh, 
like three million years. And the food that we ate and the way that we ate is much different, uh, ha was much different for three million years than it, it has been for the last few hundred years. And that especially the last 50 years when we, you know, introduced the dietary guidelines for Americans and, you know, they started pushing this crazy diet of like all sugar and grains on us and trying to tell us that this is, you know, healthy and that we got to start eliminating meat and fat and things like that from our diet. Like this is crazy. Um, just eat like our ancestors have eaten, you know, just eat like humans have been eating for the last, you know, few million years and you're going to do just fine. We're talking about eating meat and eggs and vegetables and fruit and dairy and honey, you know, some of the, some of the, uh, most natural and, and most simple things that we have done as human beings and, and most nourishing foods that we've eaten as human beings. Um, you know, people are telling us they're, they're bad for us. <laughs> we should stay away from them. And the, the whole idea is just crazy. So I tend to eat very ancestrally. My diet is very simple. You know, I eat meat and eggs and fruit and some vegetables, but not a ton. And uh, uh, for the, the about the sweetest thing, it would be some honey every now and then. But, you know, for the most part, it's very simple and very nutrient dense. So I stick with nutrient dense foods, foods that uh, still look like real foods, foods that our ancestors would definitely recognize. OK, the, f the way that we've been told to eat over the last 50 years is just awful. Right. It's just wrong. So stick with ancestral eating, and I think this is going to be the key to human health and happiness. And that leads me to the next point that I learned this year, which is that we, sometimes we just have to buck the conventional wisdom. Conventional wisdom is wrong. It just is wrong. Conventional wisdom tells us to eat all the sugar and grains. Sugar's not a problem. It's fine. Stay away from meat. Stay away from eggs. Stay away from dairy. Um, and it's just wrong. And I think that if... In general, if we do the opposite of what everyone else is doing, then I think you're going to be just fine. Because what everybody else is doing is causing uh, obesity and diabetes and heart disease and high blood pressure and cancer and strokes and all kinds of other issues. These are all metabolic issues. These are all uh, diseases of lifestyle. And if the conventional wisdom is causing all these diseases of lifestyle, why don't we just do something else, right? So I'm not afraid to say that, to say that, you know, what's being recommended by dietitians for the most part, by the government, um, by the big food industries, I think it's just wrong. And I think we have to take our health and, and, our, and our fitness into our own hands. You want to be a healthy human being? do the opposite of what uh, the most the most people are out there are telling you to do. <laughs> You'll probably be okay. Now, obviously, there, there's a grain of salt here. You do have to uh, understand what, what proper nutrition is. And gosh, there's so much information out there around this topic. Um, I'm going to share more about this with you, though, over the coming weeks and months, just so you know that, you know, I want to make sure you understand what the difference is between uh, crappy, the crappy Western diet and what it means to eat uh, a healthy human diet. Okay. So I'm going to make sure that is very clear over the next, uh, weeks and months. Okay. But for the most part, buck conventional wisdom, cause it's wrong. Um, another lesson that I learned this year, 
which I love, and this has kind of changed the way I kind of uh, live my life, really. That's like to eat and live like an athlete because you are one. Think about this. Are you currently training for something? Are you training for a marathon? Are you training for a race? Are you training for a triathlon? Are you training for a CrossFit event? If you are, that's awesome. If you're not, why not? Here's the thing. You should always be training. You should always be eating and living like an athlete. If you do that, then you're going to be fine. I'm just going to tell you right now, if you eat and live like an athlete, then you are going to be healthy. You're going to be fit. You're going to be in top physical shape, right? Because that's what athletes do. And Honestly, I don't think you should ever have to really like get ready from scratch for a race. Like you should always be ready. Just be ready. Stay in training mode. Yeah, put goals out there and and goal races and things that you can train for. But for the most part, train, eat, live like an athlete because you are an athlete. And if you live your life that way, I promise you, you're going to be so much healthier and so much happier and so much stronger and so much more fit. And you're going to look and feel amazing. So eat and live like an athlete. I've been doing this and I have to tell you that I just feel so good right now. Um, uh, Now I do have a goal out there. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. I do have a a big goal that I'm working towards, but for the most part, I want to stay ready. I want to stay strong. I want to stay fit. Like if you tell me, hey, you know, hey, you want to run a a marathon next weekend? I'll be like, huh, sure. I'm ready. I'm ready because I've been doing the work consistently, all right? So eat and live like you're an athlete and and you will be so much healthier and so much happier and always ready for whatever comes your way. Another big lesson I learned this year is that simple wins every time, simple wins. Whatever you do, make it simple. Uh, everything I do when I'm working with clients, I try to simplify things for them because there's so much complicated information out there around food and exercise and running and how to be healthy and people, you know, that, that want to, you know, look at heart rate and, um, VO two max and calories and macros and percentages and, There's so much data and we can sort of get lost in all of that data. We can get lost and make all of this very, very complicated. We can make being healthy very complicated. We can make eating very complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, the simpler that you can make something, the easier it's going to be for you to stick with it. Food especially. When it comes to food, the simpler that you can make it, the easier it's going to be to stick with it. I talk about this all the time, how, you know, when I sit down to eat dinner at night, it's usually something like uh, some ground beef. Maybe I'll slice up an avocado with it, maybe melt some cheese on there and, uh, uh, and I'm done. Or I'll eat a steak or I'll eat some chicken. That's it. Like it's that simple. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to spend a lot of time on it. It's just simple. It's easy. It's delicious. And I love it. But let's simplify things. When it comes to running, just go out there and run. Don't worry about your heart rate. Don't worry about your pace. Don't worry about, you know, uh, 
trying to, you know, hit some percentage of your VO2 max or stay in zone three or two or whatever, like just go out there and run and enjoy it and, and go by how you feel. Does it feel good? Does it feel too hard? Slow down. Does it feel too easy? Speed up. Run fast. Run really hard some days. Other days, run really slow. Let's just make it simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. I think that uh, as, as runners, we love our data and I get that part of it. And I love data too. And I love looking at it, but I also try not to be consumed by it or driven by it. I try to simplify things as much as possible. Um, this is another topic I'm going to be talking about over the next weeks and months, which is going to be um, how to make running, how to, how to run efficiently, effectively, and simply. Gosh, every time I read a new book about some concept of running and, and uh, how to improve your running performance, there's all these complicated methods of like achieving goals. And I'm just like, man, can we make this simpler? So that's my job. <laughs> it's going to be to make this simpler for you guys. Okay. Um, the next uh, lesson I learned this year that, whew, this is a big one, is that consistency will beat perfection every time. And that I'm a perfectionist and I love to do things right. And i like, if you can't do it right, don't do it. That's kind of my, my uh, mantra a lot of times. And the thing is, though, is that nobody does anything perfectly. Nobody does anything perfectly. Um, you're not going to eat right all the time. You're not going to crush every single workout perfectly. You're not going to lose weight uh, exactly in linear fashion, like, you know, a pound a week or whatever. Like everything's a, a process. Everything has its ups and downs. Everything has successes and failures. You'll experience progress and you'll experience setbacks. And you know what? It's all good. It's not about being perfect. It's about doing things consistently over time. That's what's going to get you to every single one of your goals. Stop trying to do it perfectly. Let go of that idea that there's some sort of A plus that you're going to get a gold star if you do it perfectly. Let go of that and do your best, but be consistent. And what does it mean to be consistent? That means like, you know, don't have two bad meals in a row. Let's say you screw up and you, and you eat some whatever chocolate chip cookies for dinner. <laughs> Uh, next meal, get back on track. That's it. No, don't ever do two bad meals in a row. Don't ever miss two workouts in a row. You miss a workout. You don't feel like working out. Fine. Whatever. Stay in bed. It's no big deal. Don't miss that next one though. Get back on track. Consistently, consistently do these things and you will eventually reach your goals, but don't focus on perfection because there's no such thing. Another big goal or another big lesson I learned this year is that there is no finish line. I talked about this on, on the podcast last week, and it's such a huge lesson for me and for you that what we do here when we're focusing on our health and our fitness, when we're focusing on improving ourselves, on becoming more, that this is the way we live our lives, that there is no finish line, that there isn't a destination we're trying to get to, but rather this is how we live our life. This is a lifestyle that we lead, right? It's not something we do temporarily. We're not trying to get to some number on the scale 
or just some number on the scoreboard, you know, on the timer. We're not trying to, to just, you know, that's it. You know, once we do that, then we can go back to doing what we we're doing before. No, we want to live our lives in a way that supports our becoming more consistently. And in the, the, that we're never done with this, that our work is never done. We're always working. We're always living like an athlete. We're always trying to simplify things. We're always trying to do things consistently. We're always trying to better ourselves. We're always trying to, you know, stay disciplined and tough it out. And that it's okay. It's okay. We don't have to be finished. Like when, when I first thought about this, I first heard somebody talk about that, um, you know, we're never finished with this, that we, we always have to stay on top of this stuff and we always have to be focused on um, becoming more. It kind of scared me a little bit at first because I thought, oh my God, do I really want to commit to this for the rest of my life? Is this really who I want to be? And the answer that I found myself coming up with was a resounding hell yes. Hell yes. This is how I want to live my life. I want to do this for life. This is how I want to live my life every single day. I don't want to be that overweight couch potato that I used to be, that sick person who drank too much and ate too much and smoked cigarettes and was just a human garbage can. I don't want to be that person ever again. I'm okay that I've chosen to live my life in such a different way that I'm willing to continue doing this for good. This is how I want to be for good. Right. So there is no finish line. You got to embrace that concept. I've embraced that concept this year for sure. So this is what we do. This is who we are. Right. This isn't there. There's no finish line. There's no destination we're trying to get to. This is how we live our lives. Cool. Okay. So those are the big lessons that I've learned this year. There's a lot more. There's so many more, but those are the big ones. Okay. So what's next for me? So I've kind of, you know, mentioned it a few times that I'm going to be sharing some of these concepts uh, on, on the weeks and months to come on the podcast here because I've got a lot of good content coming your way. A lot of good content. I'm going to continue bringing you all the good stuff, uh, focusing on nutrition and strength and endurance and mindset all next year. So keep, you know, just keep listening um, I'm going to continue to bring all the good stuff your way and hopefully uh, give you some inspiration and encouragement to take action on these things and start making some changes for yourself. I can't tell you how gratifying it is when I get a message from somebody who's just been listening to the podcast. It's not somebody I've been working with, but somebody who's just been listening to the podcast and they'll say, Patrick, hey, I just want to tell you, you've really changed my life. And I've been listening to the podcast for a year or two and you know, I've just, you know, done all these things that, that you've suggested over the years and, and I've really changed my life and I'm, I'm lost all this weight and I'm, I'm so much healthier. I feel so much better about myself and just thank you so much for doing this like that. Those kind of messages that I get from you guys. Oh my God, it just warms my heart. You know what I mean? It makes me feel so good because it means the message is being received. And, um, 
and that you're taking action. So take action on this stuff, you guys. This isn't about conceptualizing. These aren't just ideas. These are things I want you to do. These are things that that in order for you to change that you have to actually take action on. Cool? Um, so um, I'm going to continue bringing you all the good stuff. i got lots of good topics coming your way. Um, and then I've got a, a big goal that I'm working towards. I've got this big ultra event that's going to be in May. And um, more on that later, but I just want you to know that it's a big goal. It's going to cause me to level up. It's not something I've ever done before, so it's kind of a new thing for me. It's an ultra running event. Um, and, and really, like after taking last year off, like 2022 was not a great year for, for training for me. Like I feel like I've taken the whole year off from significant training. Um, you know, after taking all this time off, I feel like I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm back. I'm, I'm back to running uh, uh, some more significant mileage. And I'm feeling really good about this event. And um, it's a little scary. It's one of those events that's a little bit scary. It's causing me to, um, you know, question <laughs> my decision here. Like, why would I decide to do something like this? But at the same time, it's also something that I'm very passionate about and I feel good about. So I'll be sharing more about that as we as we get closer to the event. Um, but just know that it's a it's a big ultra running event, and um, and it's going to cause me to you know uh, get out of my comfort zone in a big way, in a big way. Okay, so that that's something I'm really looking forward to, and then. After that, I've got another big goal for the fall. So um, stay tuned. I'll share more about this as we go. Last thing I wanted to say is that I just want to really thank you for listening to the podcast, for your support this year. Whether you listen, just listen to the podcast, whether you read my social media posts or allow me in your inbox. Uh, I know you get a lot of email and I appreciate you, you know, allowing me to email you. Whatever it is uh, that you get from me and, and, and how you consume this content, whether you're listening while you're out there running or walking the dogs or whatever. I just want to say that I really appreciate you. I'm doing this for you. You know, um, I do this because uh, I, I want to help you to become the best version of yourself. You know, I want to help you to become the most badass version of yourself. And I want to help to make 2023 your best year ever. I want it to be my best year ever as well. So let's make 2023 the best year ever. We can do this, right? It just means that we put to put in place some of these principles that I've been talking about and we kick some serious butt this year. Cool. All right. That's all I got for you today. Happy new year, everybody. Love you all. Keep on running lean. I'll talk to you soon. If you're a runner and you've been struggling to lose weight or you keep losing and gaining the same 10 pounds over and over again, or you're finally ready to get to your natural weight and stay there for good this time, then I have something you will love. I've created a powerful new training just for you called Running Lean for Life. You'll learn exactly how to transform yourself into a lean, fat-burning running machine so you can run without bonking, lose weight without calorie counting, and develop the habits required to make it last for life. To get this free training right now, go to runningleanpodcast.com forward slash lean for life and start your transformation today.